everyone and welcome to a brand new edition of words images and worlds i am pleased to be joined by author lisa phipps on this episode lisa welcome thank you for having me absolutely my pleasure i introduced you as author because i know that your books are probably marketed like upper elementary middle i know all of that's kind of flexible but um, as I often like to point out on here, young adults could enjoy your book. Um, mm-hmm. Adults could enjoy Starfish. So it's just, it's one of those things of you're sort of branded this way, but I, I think that it's it's much more flexible than the brand. Yeah, I, it's interesting because I find I have just as many teen and adult readers as I do children. Mm-hmm. And and I love that, right? I'm hey, Anyone who wants... Any anyone who will get this message, I want them to have it. So I'm yeah. glad to I'm glad to have that. Yeah. Absolutely. Books books are there for everybody. And um the I want to say venue. It's not a venue, it's more of a, a medium or a genre. The the verse novel just mm-hmm. opens up so many possibilities for readers across the board. So I, I love mm-hmm. that that way of creating and I enjoy it as a reader too. Oh yay. Yeah, I enjoy um, reading them as much as I enjoy writing them. And what I like, I think, is uh, is this trend toward even more and more people going toward that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because, um, you know, kids, especially this generation, you know, each generation changes and their big changes. They've been on video their whole life. They're not used to a lot of words a big a big chunk of text seems overwhelming to them and boring to them sometimes you know so um that format just looks like achievable and like not overwhelming and because novels and verse um you know if you have any high impact because you know no novels and verse are a form of poetry and poetry that literal part of the definition is emotion right and yeah. evoking emotion and i think that these novels and verse that have all this emotion, that white space gives you this like emotional breathing room that prose can't give you, I think, sometimes. So sure. I love the format. I do. Uh, absolutely. And um, so I, was, I like to ask about author origins and those original connections. I think that's because I'm a teacher and I'm always curious about what is it that grabs people? So, so what was it about reading and writing that grabbed you? You know, it's, I tell this story and, and I think sometimes it seems overly simple, but it it was impactful. And I think sometimes we think that only like these grand books can have like an impact (laughs) on kids for lifelong learning and reading. And that's not true. So when I was a little girl, I was books. I couldn't get enough books. My mom and, and I grew up poor. Um, my dad was dead. So I was, just, you know, my mom has, was a single mom. And um, so she would often resort to buying books at rummage sales, anywhere she could find them cheap and easy. So mm-hmm. she had bought me this little tiny book. It's sort of like a golden book, that kind of size and, 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 um, and length. And it was, I think it was a walk to the park. I was hesitate to say it it's either I walk to the park or I walk in the park but anyway um and it was about this little boy who was walking through and and you get the idea that it's New York City and it was walking to Central Park to um sail his little boat in the fountain right 
Now that seems like, how would that start an author's career? But um, it was because my mom didn't learn to drive till she was 35. And so she was never a confident driver. So uh, we never went anywhere until I turned 16 and I could drive us on vacations, right? So it was a little backward there. Um, but so here I am in corn country, Indiana, literally surrounded by cornfields in front of our house, behind our house, all around. And I was all of a sudden transported to New York City and I saw skyscrapers, right? The mm. tallest building in my town to this day is four stories. So, you know, it's like I saw skyscrapers and I saw a bodega and, and I saw like, you know, this beautiful, huge park with like it was fountain in it. And I was like, how did that writer do that? Like, like, how did I just get trained? How did that work? Like, mm -hmm. how am I now in New York when I'm really in Indiana? And how did that happen? And what is this magic? And how do I get a hold of it? And it just made me fall in love with the thought of, okay, I need to be able to do this. This is magic. I love it. And, um, and I had a fairly dysfunctional home. So I was always trying to escape anyway through words like reading. And then, you know, as I was able to write, I began creating my own new worlds through writing. So that's sort of where my journey began. And then I, um, in my, my passion for wanting to be able to do what that author did for me as a kid, because that was a true gift for me as a kid. And uh, it sounds so simple, but this is what I tell people. It doesn't matter what books you fall in love with. Uh -huh. It doesn't matter what genres you love to read. You know, if a kid loves to read romance, go for it. I don't Absolutely. care. Whatever yeah. gets you reading, what gets you passionate about words and and the writing process and what gives you that, oh my gosh, I love this book thing, whatever it is, is okay. Mm -hmm. And um, and that I tell kids that all the time. And I, that's one of the reasons I love telling that story. I'm like, you know, um, it's this little tiny board book. And, it's, and it was so little that it was really, I have two cell phones. So it was really about this size. It was so <laughs> tiny. And it was like, um, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And if you graphic novels are your thing, if comic books are your thing, if you just like reading magazines, I don't know that they really exist that much anymore, but whatever you do, I don't care. Read. And if yeah. you love it, that's all, that's what, that's all that matters. That's all. That matters. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Retweet and, and hashtag heck yes. Absolutely. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I love that story because it, it doesn't have to be some mystical moment. And I think sometimes people think that it does, that you're sort of knighted one day and you are the author. Um, and that's not necessarily how it works. It, it's much more. That would be cool, wouldn't it? It would. It would. <laughs> it's like a, a king or a queen appeared to you and said, you are an author. Um, exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You are now an author. That's yes. Um, so we've talked a little bit about what verse allows you to do. I love that you connected with like picture books and board books, because of course those are the first books that, that many of us find, but also there's a poetry to it that like concision of words and the decision about what's going to be on that page with those images is pretty, uh, pretty intentional. It has to be intentional. Right. There's definitely economy of words when it comes to picture books and writing for 
you know, those introductory levels of reading. That's a true economy of words and, and meter to be able to pull that off for sure. So your book, Starfish, I see, is that there's a swimmer behind you with a stack of oh, yeah. <laughs> books. Um, what would you like to share with folks out there about, I guess we'll, we'll do a two-parter here. So folks who haven't read the book yet, um, mm-hmm. what would you like to share as a way of sort of um, giving a hat tip to it? Because I, I, I will say, uh, beautiful book wonderful exploration of uh, personhood and self-acceptance and also fun to read and, and all sorts of wonderful things, but, but anything that you would share with readers? So I always tell people that, um, that Starfish was, uh, it's Ellie's story, but I use my emotions and my experiences to tell Ellie's story. And so uh, everything in there minus the cake scene, <laughs> is um, is based on things that happened to me. Now, the cake scene was sort of something that I've always wanted to do to people that I've never done. Um, and I think that's what uh, a lot of kids, when I do author visits, they really resonate with them because they can't get over the fact that some of this stuff happens to people. And... Um, in a way that makes me feel really good because it means that those people who can't, who struggle to grasp that have never experienced that. So to me, that's, I'm glad for you that you can't get it because that means you haven't had to endure it. Um, but other kids, they they don't question that, right? They're the opposite. They're like, and how do you get over that? Or how do you deal how did you deal with bullying or how did you get to a point of self-acceptance you know and so you can tell in the audience like who's struggled with it and who hasn't just based on that alone um but it's a book about uh a girl named ellie who is bullied relentlessly because she's fat and i use the word fat because i don't see it as an offensive word i see it as a descriptor like tall or brunette it can be offensive if you add connotation to it um but, um, and so she's bullied relentlessly because she's fat, but she's not just bullied like at school where most people think of bullying and they think of school, but kids are bullied at home and way too many kids are bullied at home. And we don't really talk about that. And so I've kind of um, pulled, you know, uh, back that curtain and, and said that, look, this happens. And uh, so she realizes her value and that she can, just be who she is. And it's, and there's nothing wrong with her. There's something wrong with those who are cruel to her. And uh, that's, so it's an anti-bullying body positivity uh, book is how I would consider it. And I love that. I love that message. And I love that um, you take on the, the bullying that does happen at home, because as an educator, I know like sometimes it's kind of, seen as well here's the school space there are things that happen at the school space and home is completely separate but the the two interact so much for kids I mean the you know I've always said spill over oh for sure I've always said that kids carry more than um you know their backpacks into school much more I, I was going to ask um for readers who haven't read it yet what message 
you would want them to take away, but I, I think we might have just answered that. Um, yeah. So I'll ask. Um, this wasn't on the list, but That's fine. you you just I think you were just traveling doing some school visits. So just curious about what that's like uh, of going out and interacting. And especially now that we can do that face-to-face, -face, because I think Starfish came out when you couldn't necessarily yes. do that. Yeah, yeah, it came out in March of 2021 during COVID, um, kind of the height of COVID. And uh, I was really worried because I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> you know, it's nothing mm -hmm. like putting your whole life into a book or your whole heart into a book and then <laughs> having a pandemic that happens once every hundred years. Um, but if that's going to happen, it's going to happen to me. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so at first I did a lot of virtual visits. I, I did a lot of those. Um, and then when schools open back up, you know, I've done now in-person ones and they have their, they have their, um, benefits. Like it's, you know, like if I do, uh, virtual visits, it's nice because I can do one in Canada and then log off and do one in Florida in the next few minutes, you know? So it has that benefit where I can, I can get them in, but it's so nice to actually see the kids in person and they can come up to me and they can talk to me in person and, you know, um, and they often want to give me a hug. Um, and, uh, and so that's always like the good part that I love. And it, there's so much energy, um, with these kids. It's so much, it's so much fun. I am very open and authentic as a person plus, and I don't change that about me during author visits. So they will ask some of the questions that I, I never would have anticipated children asking, but I answer them and I answer them truthfully. And I always, the number one thing I hear back from organizers of the author events I do is, you know, you were real with these people and in, in your book, but you're also real with them in person. And you have no idea what that does to a kid when you're really real with them. And, um, and I'm thinking, yeah, I do. Because <laughs> people were not real enough with me when I was a kid and, you know, and so um, they're just so much fun and so much energy. And I was almost gone for two months straight, March and April, doing events and, and uh, conferences and stuff. And so um, it was a blast. But then, you know, <laughs> to come back and, you know, you're, you're exhausted after almost two solid months of travel. But um, but it's 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 sort of like the yin and the yang of it. Right. So you're very isolated as a writer. Writers writing, you know, is done in all by yourself in this isolation bubble. And then um, you know, you put you put it out there and you just hope that you're writing, you know, because you're kind of writing to the void, and then you hope for the response and then the interaction later. So it's sort of the the final part of the communication that happens when you can actually talk about it in person. Um, so I love it. I love it. And how powerful for kids to see, oh, here's an author, here's a, a real life person. Um, I've talked with a few people about this, this thing of feeling like authoring is this very limited space, sort of going back to what we were saying about like the thou art an author kind of thing. <laughs> so to see, okay, there's this real life person and they've done it and now I'm here with them. Uh, yeah. That's so powerful for kids as well, yeah. I think. It's a, it's a, it's a blast because like, I remember one time, one of my first in-person ones, 
I was in the room and I came early because I'm I'm an early person. And so I come early and I'm I'm signing books while I'm waiting. And I can hear them outside the door. They're going, you know, <laughs> and they're like, like this, like, you know, that screamy whisper that you can do. Uh-huh. And so I just turn around because I'm like, I'll talk to you, you know, because the door was shut, but it had a huge glass window in it. And I turn around to start talking to them and they go, and they just <laughs> ran down the hall. And that's the kind of fun of it. You know, it's just, it's, it cracks me up because I'm just such an ordinary person. And yet they, you like you said, but you are now an author. There's this kind of mystique around it, but it's, oh, yeah. it's a lot of fun. Oh yeah. So I always like to ask to, if, if I've missed anything, you're welcome to share anything as well. But I like to ask about upcoming events. It sounds like you have a time of rest coming up after a, a blast and, and being blasted, uh, yeah. <laughs> sort of traveling around, but upcoming events, publications, anything that you want to share about at this point. And I'll mention again, Starfish, well, well worth reading. At book two, I just saw the initial sketches of the cover this Friday, and I was so excited because, you know, once you start seeing the cover, it feels like, okay, this is actually going to happen because, mm-hmm. you know, I coming from a journalism background where everything was deadline, you know, the publishing industry is slower. And so sometimes I feel like, oh, my God, this is never going <laughs> happen. This is never going to happen. Um, so that comes out in May of 24. And uh, it's about poverty and kids who raise themselves. And it's also in verse. So I'm excited by it. I really am. Yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Yeah. And maybe we can have another conversation about that. Sure, I'd be happy to. Well, well, thank you so much. Did I miss anything that you want to make sure to to share out into the world of Uh, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Two things. It's now in Spanish because I get asked that a lot because people were wanting it in Spanish. Uh, And it's also in paperback now, which is really good for people. Just came out a couple of weeks ago in paperback, which is really good for if teachers want to put more in their classroom um, or have book clubs. It makes it much more financially uh, doable. So that's probably about it, I would think. Those are the most recent things. Sounds great. Well, thanks so much for coming on. And sure, thanks for having to me. Talk with me. And my pleasure. My pleasure. Again, thank you for saying yes and glad to have you back anytime. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you. Uh-huh.